Welcome to another edition of the Put Me Over Podcast, episode 75. I am your host, Andrew Gomez, a.k.a. The Mez, joined today by my lovely, wonderful, beautiful co-host. We got a full roster today, folks. To my left, we got the big Brad Booty Daddy, hard work Brad Tharp himself in the house. I'm ready to get delicious tonight. Mm, sounds sexual. <laughs> also joining us, he is to my right, the 10th wonder of the world, the puncher of walls, Dicklich himself, Richard Garcia. Hey, 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 Brad, welcome back, dude. Hey, thanks, man. Glad to be here. And rounding out the crew, you know him, you love him. He is the Pinoy powerhouse, Byron Pagdalau. Test, test, can you guys hear me? Uh, I, can, I got you loud and clear, buddy. <laughs> and likewise, welcome back, Byron. Yeah. Um, how's everyone doing? I, I'm, glo- I'm loving that we have a full roster here, guys. Uh, but how are you guys doing? Great. I'm ready to talk about 12 hours of wrestling this week. A oh, lot to oh, get oh. into this week, guys. <laughs> yes. We, we got the Clash of Champions, Raw, SmackDown, the debut of NXT. A lot of stuff happened in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, I don't know. I don't know where to begin. But before we get into the show, let's give it up to our sponsor, LapelYad.com. If you're in the market for some wrestling merchandise, look no further. Go to LapelYad.com. Use our promo code PUTMEOVER, and in turn, that website will put you over, and you'll get 20% off your entire order. Act fast because supplies are limited. Also, we got two sponsors. Did you know that, Byron? While you're away, we got two sponsors. Uh, Give it up for our second sponsor, GrudgeMatchBrand.com. Go to their website. Search Grudge Match Brand on Instagram. They got they got the hottest. They they're probably gonna do a Bad Brains uh, mashup because they do punk rock and wrestling infused T-shirts. Um, they got the Roddy Piper Circle Jerk shirts. What? They have a Jushin Thunder Liger mashed up with Motorhead. Um, and those are just the first three releases. They those made. are all awesome, by the so way. So keep an eye out. What's the site again? Grudge Match Brand. Um, take a look. Yeah, just search for them on Instagram. That's the easiest way to find them. Uh, but definitely pre-order their stuff because supplies are very limited with their stuff. So go out and just check them out. We're going to have um, hopefully one of them on the show soon because they have, they're have they an awesome new company and we like to support our friends. So go out and check them out. Um, we'll set up a promo code for them eventually, I think. Uh, but with that said, a lot to get into in the world of wrestling. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get into the news. Let's get into some dicks. Dirty news. Take it away, Dick. Oh, man. Well, we got we got a quite a bit of news going on this week, gentlemen, and we got a full house, too, man. Look at this. We're all back together. I'm We're all like one a, big happy family. And like he called it. I like when Dick's Ready News starts. It always starts with, oh, man. <laughs> uh, it really pumps me up, dude. It's my favorite part of the news. So That's a T-shirt right there. It definitely is a T-shirt, Let's dude. make it. All right. So what do we got, Dick? <laughs> I don't know how to segue into that, guys. Just I, say, oh, oh man. man, that's your that's your There you go. There you go. All Wait, right. You got to say it. Say it. For the people sitting at home and for the thousands in attendance. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, f- I feel like when, remember when Bar had his catchphrase, I didn't do it? Yeah. That's exactly it right there. I the, oh, man. And then I'm going to play and I'm going to play that shit to the ground. And then there goes my 15 <laughs> seconds of fame. I didn't milk it. I mean, you got to say it in different, different inflections. And I, yeah, that's oh, true. Man? That's true. Anyway, so, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, 
I can't even say it now. I don't want to overuse it. <laughs> you almost said it again. I know. I was like, yeah. wait a he minute. He almost said it yeah. I almost said it again, again and again. So, um, Do it. so big cast over this weekend. He was over at um at, at the Rus- at Russell Pro over in the Northeast. Um, this past weekend, Russell Pro did have a show uh, dedicated to uh, Pat Buck. He was one of the main it was the main guys over for that promotion. It's gonna be his last show there, and he's gonna be going over to WWE as a producer. Um, so Kaz was there, um, and apparently got into an altercation with uh, Joey Janela. He may have uh, slapped Janela, and he appeared to be under the influence. So um, apparently, what happened was that uh, someone had stolen his sweater at the show. If you want <laughs> to steal my sweater, S A W F T, don't let me find out, or I'll spit in your face. Spitting in your, your face. face. Spitting in your face. Well, Watch that. me unravel. I'll soon be arrested. Soon be arrested. (laughs) Sitting (laughs) on the floor. I've come undone. (laughs) That was improv at its finest, guys. Wow. You heard it here first, guys. (laughs) I might have have, have botched that lyric, though, but... um, (laughs) But, yeah, so he definitely... He got into an altercation. He um, was definitely belligerent, and... um, the next day, he did post that he did post a tweet apologizing to not only to the fans but also to uh, the staff at um, at Russell Pro. Um, he uh, did, he posted on his Twitter. I'll just uh, be very brief about. It. He says, "I have been very honest with my past struggles, and it's been an ongoing battle. On Saturday night, I obviously let my demons get the better of me, and I ruined an important night for a really great guy in an unfortunate series of events." I'm gonna help from I'm gonna help from family and friends as we speak, and we'll begin professional help in the near future. And ask all to please respect my privacy in the meantime. Um, so, Cass has been going. He's, he's been he's been he's had history of having his ups ups and downs after leaving WWE. Um, we just talked about him recently. We about did how too. How great he was doing. Yeah, and he he uh, DDDP uh, a while back. He he did help him out. He did help him uh, get on the right path. But um, of course, with addiction. It's it's not always a straight path. You're going to have your ups and downs, and um, hopefully this is uh, this is a temporary down for him, and he, he gets back to um to he gets back to the road recovery. Um, that still doesn't excuse like you being an asshole and needing to get punched out by someone on their farewell. You're going to make a scene and spit in their face, um, and then get knocked out for that. Um, I I don't I I don't think this is okay. I I think this is um. This is shitty. And Absolutely. Not only did you spit in someone's face, but you spit in the face of the guy that's going to the company that you wish he could be a part of. I, I don't see him coming back from this. I think it's over, like uh, the yeah. experiment. I think he needs to find a different career path. Obviously, um, you know, as all addicts, there's triggers to, like, people's behavior. I think professional wrestling might be not the best option for like, Cass's health and his well-being. Um, I think he should just move on from it. Maybe um, being in the spotlight brings it out of him. Right. You and know what I mean? It's shitty. It's when he was shitty. away, he wasn't getting any, any of these problems. But now that he's put back into like this rock star lifestyle, maybe his, his mentally he can't handle it. And um, I don't know. I think this guy's done. I think yeah. you guys are right. And I, I do like his statement that he put out, actually. He didn't make any excuses for anything. And he apologized and he realizes that it's it's a problem he has. And and uh, it's an ongoing uh issue for him and he didn't try to hide anything so i i appreciate that from him at least right at least he's honest with himself <laughs> yeah and let's all say goodbye to his pepperoni <laughs> nipples <laughs> r.i.p big cast nipples <laughs> rest in peace uh may may you uh flourish in another line of work 
things for your health and ours. Thank you for your health. <laughs> oh uh, what man. else we got, Dick? This past weekend as well, a lot of things did happen over the past weekend. Uh, AAA did have their show in New York City. Originally, that was going to be the show at the at MSG, but uh, due to low ticket sales, they had to move it from MSG to the Hula Center. I like MSG um, in my Chinese food yep. and in other things like that. Byron, are you an MSG fan? Are you? Big time. Yeah. No, so honestly, that shit's delicious. <laughs> it's bad it makes, for you. It makes everything great. Yeah, but dude, you can't stop eating Chinese food when that shit's on there. It's, it's addicting. It's, it's so a problem. Oh. But go on. The other MSG. Yeah, oh, the MSG. Asian, the, world, <laughs> the world famous <laughs> MSG, Madison Square Garden. So they were. Um, they did announce over the summer that they were going to uh, be having the show at, at Madison Square Garden, but due to low ticket sales, instead they moved it to the Hulu Center, um, which is um, right next door to to uh, Madison Square Garden. Um, well, Cain Velasquez, he did make his uh, U.S. His, uh, his American debut, and it looks like there's going to be a lot of eyes set on Kane. Um, and I can see why, because uh, he, he did a pretty good job... Um, in his second match in WWE, in um, in AAA. That's gotta be that 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 that's gotta be that's gotta be that 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 that's gotta be Kane. That's gotta be Kane. Velasquez, not 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 Kane. Oh, Kane Velasquez. Vince McMahon had a stroke while on the show today. He did. Uh, Kane Velasquez, not Kane. Yes, uh, Kane Velasquez. The demon Kane. Kane, the mayor. No, the mayor Kane. Although, although the. De- <laughs> I saw that coming over here. Oh man! <laughs> I could hear Andrew just laughing to himself, getting set up for that. You said Kane Velasquez, like oh, God damn it, just say Kane, so I can l- launch into this thing real quick. Uh, I'm sorry, Dick. Go on. Go ahead. But um, but basically um. Yeah, he just had his North American uh, debut, uh, his American debut at a uh, Madison Square Garden, and uh, it looks like uh, he's he's done a pretty good job so far in the ring. So it looks like there's gonna be a lot of eyes set on him. I mean, who knows where he could be leading up? I don't think he's gonna stay in AAA for long. I think there, I think he's gonna get snatched up by um definitely by either WWE or by uh trip or by AEW. Nah, he's a WWE guy. He's gonna draw those. He's going for the money. For he's sure. going for the money. Either way, wherever he goes, he's gonna be drawing. He could draw some big money. I heard he does a lot of flippity flips too. He's really good at the Does flippity. he really? Yeah. yeah. I, he's I gotta super see athletic, so really? we'll see. Nice. Are we gonna get to see Brock Lesnar versus Kane Velasquez in a WWE ring? Shit, I don't watch this shit. You never that one. it could it could potentially happen, you never know. <laughs> but then again, I mean Bobby Lashley and Brock Lesnar are both in WWE and we never got that match. That's true, because I think I think Bobby Lashley would beat Brock Lesnar in real life. In real life, yeah. I don't know. What Brock, do you guys think? I think Brock whoop his ass. Because mm. who's bigger, Brock, right? Actually, we'll we'll get into it. But Brock looks really good on oh, SmackDown. He looks sexy. Yeah. Yeah. He looked yeah, yeah. very lean. That means he's gonna. Uh, I would think Lashley because he has more. He actually has more uh, in the experience. He's been in more fights. He's done more training. I feel like he can turn his neck better. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's a big part of it. Brock is an athletic marvel, man. He jumps. He's really freakishly athletic. He is, even at even in his 40s. Especially for a whitey, too, but yeah. Yeah, but look at Bobby Lashley's got yeah. that genetic oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He's a- advantage. He's different. Uh, what else we got, Dick? I'm all for like new superstars emerging uh, wherever they might come from. Uh, it, it's only going to help the business, so um, I'm keep going, Kane. Get your money and uh, go wherever they're going to pay you the most. <laughs> so an- another thing that um, another thing that that's ha- that was reported yesterday was rumored that um, that uh, remember last year last year how they, they had the Evolution pay per view the all women's pay per view yes okay well 
it turns out that we're not going to have it again this year, but it, we may have an all woman SmackDown coming up in November. Okay. Just in all time. Right. That's good. Um, just in time around the one year anniversary mark of Evolution, but also another reason why is because come around November, around November, WWE is going to Saudi Arabia. Again. Oh, that's that's dirty. <laughs> so this has been this is um, rumored. If it's true, I could see that I could absolutely see that happening. Where to um, appease not only the female wrestlers but also to those who criticize WWE's uh, agreement with, with the Saudi Arabian regime. Trump 2020. Let's do yeah, it. it's it's weird that it's like okay because we're doing this, we're gonna do this. Like, and you can see right through it. That's kind of weird. But I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if they build uh, any girls up with their storylines. Because uh, right now, they, I mean, it's just the storylines are for the championships. Yeah, there's no other. Right. There's not no really. I mean, what? Lacey Evans and Natalia have a feud going on or whatever. Who cares? But to fill up, you know, two hours of SmackDown with uh, maybe some culminations of, of some, some feuds, they're going to have to start working towards it now. Hear me out. <laughs> We're going to go to Saudi Arabia. We're not going to have any superstars available. So let's put the women, instead of a pay-per-view that did really shitty last year, <laughs> let's put them on SmackDown. <laughs> Thank you, Fox. <laughs> Fox. Although, to be fair, like in terms of the pay-per-view numbers... Alicia Fox on Fox. It sells itself, <laughs> damn it. Such good shit. I'm a genius. Sorry, Dick. I mean, oh man, we can jump I mean, in whenever you like. I mean, oh, I don't know how you. I, I, I don't know how I can. I don't know what could come come up with that. I mean, Vince's mentality, dude. I'm the commissioner, chairman of the board, higher power, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. <laughs> Grapefruits. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> Inject a lethal dose. Is that Vince's shredder? I'm going to kill my own product by injecting a lethal dose of poison by putting women on SmackDown exclusively. Jesus, dude. Kill my own product. What else we got, Dick? Come on, boy. Oh, man. But so, y- <laughs> that was the best oh man of the night. Oh man. Oh man. Uh, man. Print him up. <laughs> you had the opportunity to say oh man right now. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. What else we got, Dick? Let's want to go to Raw? Oh no, no, let's go to the Well, the we got we got to talk about we, we also got to talk about uh Clash of Champions as well. We got Oh, I what d- about uh uh was it last week TNA got bought by uh, yeah we, we we mentioned oh, yeah. that last week okay. um that was like, like the end of what's time. this story about dick the uh the starcade I, d- I didn't know about this well it turns out they're going to have a, a one-hour special on the network um in, in december and it, it just they had it last year as well and I, honestly at this point they should just might as well have it as a december pay-per-view well last year it was a nxt starcade right or was it just like a house and show? it was just a house show it was a house show in um I think it was in Greensboro last year, if I remember. Okay. Oh no, um, no, it was in Cincinnati. But still, though, it was still in a traditional um, mid mid south. Yeah. Why wouldn't you just make it its own pay per view? Not mid south. I'm sorry. Um, I can't even think of the territory now. That um, um, Jim Crockett Promotions, uh, the, the old Jim Crockett Promotion territory. Oh, Jim Crockett. 
So, um, yeah, you're right. I mean, it should have its own pay-per-view at this point. I mean, why not, instead of having it being TLC, just have it called Starcade? Especially if they're going to hype it up like, uh, it's this big deal, but in actuality, it's just a house show. Um, I, I feel like the prestige of the name Starcade needs a little bit more than just a house show we put on, and all the faces are going to win, and that's it. Right. And another thing with that is just, like, you don't need to have gimmick pay-per-views every month. Like, just Starcade itself could be, like, a tradition, and then you could save TLC for when, whenever you, whenever you want to use it. Like, make it more meaningful. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of history that goes with, with Starcade. Why not capitalize on it and make it, like, a big deal? Make it something special. Um, anything else, Dick? Um, I, I got nothing else. You guys? Hmm. Um, I'm just looking at my get a word from my producer here. Um, there's going to be a special SmackDown kickoff show going on uh, a half hour before SmackDown debuts on Fox with a special blue carpet. Um, Not really much, but it's going to have some some of SmackDown's greatest highlights. Kind of get people ready to go for SmackDown. Is um, that just before the f- only the first episode? I think it's going to be for before the first episode, okay. yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. That's cool. Um, so, I mean, that's something else that we can look at um, as we lead into getting into Fox on uh, SmackDown on Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, if, if that's all you got, Dick, and uh, you're the news guy, then that's all I got. Let's get into... S- Let's get into Clash of Champions this week. Um, what did you guys think of the show? What would you rate it? Thumbs in the middle. A B minus. B I would s- minus. A I would minus. say C. Like a C plus. Yeah, to give it a C plus to yeah, me. Yeah, C plus. It yeah. kind of came off like a glorified version of Raw. Um, nothing really crazy happened. Not a lot of title changes. I thought they were going to actually switch some of these titles around. Uh, not a mi- lo- uh, lot of good highlights either. Other, but yeah. I thought the matches were actually pretty good. Like it's a good, like you said, a good raw. It'd be like a bunch of house show matches. I think. Yeah, it was quality matches. I thought the wrestling was good. Yeah, I think to me it just kind of I don't know. It was kind of easy to call. Um, I feel like I got most of them right as far as who was going to win this match, the matches, and if I didn't, it made sense of what they were trying to book. Um, what was your match of the night? If you if you had to pick one match of the night. Uh, Sasha versus Becky. I thought that match was sick. The only yeah. thing that really pissed me off was the no, uh, you know, the disqualification. That shit's lame. I I agree. Um, the thing that pissed me off was that the, no one made it clear that the match right. was over. Everyone's like, what the fuck? Uh, the, no one in the audience. If it wasn't for dumbass Michael Cole telling me that it was ended in dis- disqualification, I never heard a bell ring. Uh, right. Or the referee, it was a or have the referee say. The, the referee didn't make a motion. Like, this match is over. Nothing like that. Um, I like the brawl. Um, it looked, it looked, it that set up the fact that it, they have to be contained inside Hell, Hell in a Cell. It's not just right. a gimmick for a gimmick, even though it is. But it it made me feel like okay, this is like a blood feud that needs to be taken to the cell. Yeah, I uh, I actually liked uh, Eric Rowan's performance. wasn't too bad. I thought that he held his own against. Uh, Roman Reigns he for didn't look like a total jabroni right. fighting oh, Roman yeah, Reigns. Right. Yeah, no, he didn't. No, he was all right. And then my boy, Luke Harper. Ooh. Yeah, 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 yeah. My yeah, God, yeah, good yeah, yeah. to see him again. How oh, many times man. are you gonna reboot that though? Like, how many times <laughs> can they just separate those two? They need see? to separate them. Yeah, yeah give him a I know. shot. Ugh, God. Well, they tried and he got hurt. And Ooh. then Luke, 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 Luke Harper. Yeah. Luke Harper. Yeah. He was yeah. so white hot though. It was insane. Oh, he was. He had the icy title. He was doing so good. Damn it. Um. And we'll get into what happened on SmackDown in a little bit, but I I think those were the 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 
two matches that kind of stuck out. Oh, and Bailey. I thought Bailey was kind of cool how she did that chicken shit bullshit when she ran. That was out. that was a quick match. I uh, literally that. ran away. Literally yeah, ran yeah, away. That was kind of cool. It helps with the development of her real character. A really, really uh, kind of short match. Not as short as the revival and the big big day. The big. I was <laughs> going to say something else. <laughs> um, the big day. No, no, no. no. I, I I confused oh. the two. Uh, the <laughs> Bailey Charlotte match was really was really short. Um, probably that the was probably the, the shortest match. Yeah, it was. Um, the ending though for the the Seth Braun match. I mean, um, of course, I, I I had no doubt in my mind that Braun was not going to win that match. Um, Seth Seth was going to win, but um, the way they did after the match with with um with the Fiend coming out and laying out Seth was phenomenal. I thought that was the best part. Of, I thought that was the sec- probably the second best part of the show. Um, yeah, it was it was good to see the Fiend. Um, although. They're gonna overexpose him very fast. Yeah, because oh, now he's has a universal title shot, which I don't know what he did to deserve it. He's just selling maybe the most merch. He's at probably this point. killing the merch game. Uh, but they're gonna overexpose him. Um, really? they're, they're they're putting themselves in a corner where he he has to win now. I kind of think that he should though. Like I think it's time for a change. Well, enough people are enough. people are booing Seth now at this point. Oh, they're yeah, gonna. Yeah. Oh, that's the problem with the next pay per view. They're gonna boo the shit out of Seth. Yeah, they back themselves in the corner. He's to have Seth get booed to hell. Yeah. at the next pay per view, and it's like if Seth wins, they're gonna boo the shit out of him. If the Fiend wins. You can only be champion for so long. He's got to lose at some point. I think he'll lose it at Mania. I think he's going to have a long, long uh, reign. I, I feel like it's too much too soon. Uh, they're f- Seth Rollins is fucked in all of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't see where they can go from here. L- okay, so let's say Braun wins. Or, I mean, um, the Fiend, Fiend wins. wins. Okay. Then what? He, I think he dominates for three months, like, Mercs about everybody until Finn Balor comes back. I think without the belt, he should have dominated for like three years. Yeah. Well, they could have done that. They should have done that. But I guess they're 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 you know putting that rocket ship on his back. Yeah. What, what were you saying earlier about what? uh, what? like once WWE finds something that they oh my analogy for that was like if like a little kid tells you a joke and they're like oh they tell you a joke and you're like ah and then pops the room and everybody laughs and they're like oh the kid little kid's like oh yeah that. That made everybody laugh. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. And then you put, and then you put poop on it. Yeah, and then you put boogers on it. And like they just like, and you're like, okay, all right, all right. It was funny the first time, all right. <laughs> and like the, they just keep. They're like, oh shit, the fiend is making money. The fiend's popular, and they just put it in your face. And you're like, oh god, no more. No, 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 no. Don't do this. No. I think I feel like that's where it's gonna no, go. No, a, a lot of it. But if he is the title, he should pull like a semi Brock. And defend it only at pay-per-views or... That would be cool. Yeah. Less, is, less is more. Less right? is more, yeah, I agree. I think we all agree with that, right? What less, if, yeah. less is more. What if we get a different wrinkle in the Bray Wyatt character where he'll lose the Universal title, but as the Firefly Funhouse host version of him? I hope not. Oh. Because that's too, yeah. Finn, that's too Finn Balor, right? That That's the whole Finn Balor shtick where... As a you know, when he's not the demon, he can you can beat his ass. But when he's demon, he's still undefeated at this point. So yeah. I mean, that's just one way to get out of him right, holding the right. title. Um, but yeah, I agree. It could be it could come off to a little too Finn Balorish, like bizarre, bizarro Finn Balor. Yeah, they they back themselves in, kind of into a corner. It's gonna see. It's gonna be interesting to see how they how they deal with this. I mean, it's like we we're saying that Seth is gonna get booed to hell, or you know, the Fiend's gonna win, but then how is he gonna lose eventually? And I'm curious to see where it goes. Yeah, I hope I hope he does get at this point. Now he has to win the title, so I hope they strap it on and let him run with it for a while. <clears throat> I I I one thousand percent agree. But 
really wish he wasn't already. I, on I hear more talk about how could they get through this match without like Seth beating the Fiend, but also the Fiend not beating Seth and not doing any switch or whatever. Because like, it's Hell in a Cell, there's no like, there's yeah. no, D- there's no, like, no DQ where they can get out of it where like the Fiend. You know, goes unless they do I like a no contest, which is what they like did last year. Talk of they like did do that last year. Yeah. They did that last year. How with could the, they get out of this? Roman and Braun. Yeah, where they just that's that's such a stupid finish. Though. And and that was my thing uh, with 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 this Hell in a Cell match is that it it should be like it should not just be a gimmick match where just because it's October and you have a Hell in a Cell match, you have to have a Hell in a Cell match just for the right. sake of having Hell in a Cell. It should be. Uh, you said this earlier, and I've said this before many times. It should be the accumulation of a blood feud. Like, well, this is where the feud is going to end. Yeah, which they tried to do at the end, uh, at uh, the last pay per view with Becky and Sasha. Where, it, okay, maybe they do need to be in Hell in a Cell because they went up and they fought in the audience. Right. They fought. Uh, <coughs> fucking Becky Lynch had mustard on her back. It was the whole thing, dude. Right, and it's like they can't be contained, so they got to <laughs> go in the in the cell. Oh, I right. just wanted. Yeah, to, that makes I want to dip a hot dog on her back. Oh, Ooh, I don't want to get banned for life though. <laughs> 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 And, and speaking uh, of that, remember that should, should, oh man. we forgot to talk about that. Yes, news, that's important. But that's a great segue. There, yeah. why did you mention that part? So during the um, during the Becky uh, Sasha match, um, they were brawling uh, throughout the crowd, and as Becky was tossing Sasha over the barricade into um, into the um, into the um, the middle into the main ring, um, there was a fan who was in the front row. It looked like that he was trying to take a selfie, and he was waving his hand, and it looked like from a distance that. He was. Uh, he might have touched her her butt, but or pretty close to touching her butt. He went for it. He did. He definitely absolutely went for it, and there was no mistake in what he was trying to do. Uh, the camera, the camera caught him right right then and there, and it was posted throughout social media. And uh, apparently, uh, someone had tagged Sasha on that post, on uh, one of the posts, and uh, she made a comment saying that I'm going to sue whoever did that. So. Uh, she was not happy about that at all, and um, I can't blame her whatsoever. I don't think it's okay no. uh, in in anyone's right mind to try to grab a female wrestler or a wrestler in general yeah. Yeah. where they shouldn't be touched. I right. get that sometimes a wrestler might go by you and you'll slap them on the back or like you know give them right. a high five or something. Um, but to go straight for the ass, you're not supposed to do that. No, bro. that's a big no no. And um, it's just like it's just like how some of the fans they, they, they get a little too inebriated or too ballsy and they try to they try to jump in the ring and uh, they, they try to start a fight only to get their asses beat by um, you know by the wrestlers or even by the ref yeah. you or know? you go try to tackle Bret Hart and guess what now Dash Dawson's is bu- busting your face open bro that's fucked up and <laughs> it, it, it's it's with some of these fans like they um, they ruin it for everyone else you know I, I hope. Um, that person, whoever did do that, you know, they're th- if they're banned, rightfully so, they deserve to get banned. You and know what? what? On second look, banned for life. <laughs> it's not I, that bad. I, I think try to defend it. He went for it. He though. went yeah, for you it. You think so? He, uh, dude, he's take like a look. He's, he's not like sticking a, fe- a thumb. What, up there, what right? else? You know what? what else the, is he trying there to was do? What else was he trying tap, to do? Tap her thigh or like, hey, what's up on the, the back? Come on. There was the video like what a year and a half ago or something where. Uh, Nia Jax was carrying out. Um, you know what I'm talking about. I said about? this. Er- I said this uh, in our in our chat earlier. But yeah, yeah. and uh, was carrying out um, Alexa Bliss, and someone reached up and smacked Alexa Bliss's. Oh, ass. that's oh, right. That. It, yeah. Was yeah. Yeah. it was a kid. It was a kid. It was a kid. And you could hear Alexa Bliss like, "Someone just slapped my ass." And like, uh, so are they gonna ban that kid for life? <laughs> where? 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 For life. 
<laughs> Where is the line? You get you better start banning everybody that you know does something like that. Right, but right. obviously that maybe the maybe they'll give the kid a pass because he doesn't know any better. But right. this guy ass. should know better. He's a grown Absolutely, ass, man. He's a grown ass. Even then, even if you're right, even if you are trying to touch their back, you got to realize she's a female and it's not the climate to even try stupid shit like that. What if That's it was right. a hot chick grabbing Finn Balor's ass? I would still have a problem with. Right? I'd grab yeah. Finn Balor's ass for the for the what sake if it was of a it, hot Brad for, for the sake of, a, of it being a double standard. What if he's the big Brad booty daddy? <laughs> <laughs> what if Brad was hot? <laughs> what the fuck? What if? <laughs> well, dude, don't listen. Don't grab. listen to Drew, dude. You're hot, dude. Well, you're less hot. You're hot, bro. Less than the days. Don't grab girls' asses when it's not. On camera, dude. What is fashion? Imagine okay. getting me too'd on Monday Night Raw. Oh, <laughs> your life is over, bro. You're fucked, okay, dude. they're crowd surfing on their back, and you have to grab somewhere, and the ass is right there. Okay, that's a, I, yeah, okay. that's a little different. Because you're no. crowd surfing, you're going in with the intention of getting right. touched. Yeah. You're crowd surfing, I'm punching you right in the middle of your back. <laughs> that's different. <laughs> Fuck you. You're very heavy, and I don't want to be supporting you. I'm here you're getting a show. punch in the back. That's, That's what I do. So if you see me at a concert, don't even think about crowd surfing because we're going to get punched in the back, okay? <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Mark Hoppus. <laughs> Just kidding, I love you. Uh, okay, uh, anything else? I think no. I think we got class champions. Out I just want I, I just want to say real quick, going back to that incident, I, I just hope that this doesn't become a pattern where WWE eventually they get too overreactive and they start um and they and they start implementing like banning like fans touching the wrestlers. They got to keep their hands to themselves just because of this. I hope it's just a, uh, just a, uh, an incident that's just um, alone by itself. Hopefully, Not yeah. An isolated incident. An isolated incident. There you go. And it's just that and nothing else. Because, yeah, what if this makes them be like, okay, no more fighting in the crowd because you might get touched where you don't want to be touched. Oh, so God. no more fighting in the crowd. Start all that shit. Yeah, whatever. My opinion is... Uh, Band <laughs> for life. I second that. I second that. <laughs> all right. Uh, um, any highlights from Raw or SmackDown? Um, let's get into Raw and SmackDown. Um, I don't really remember they're, much. They're, I feel like Clash of Champions was so far away, um, and Raw kind of feels that much closer. Um, one thing I didn't like was Braun Strowman, Braun Strowman destroying the Raw and SmackDown champions Good by himself. Good God, could they have put someone else in that spot? For God's sakes. Yeah. I mean, the they... <laughs> What was the intention of, like, we're going to have a tag team summit, right? So if that's in the script, like, okay, let's have the two tag team guys out there go out there and talk about what? About how they're the tag team champions? Exactly. They right. had no point. It's just, like, totally contrived. And it's like they had to have known Braun Strowman said the next people in the ring or the next person in the ring, I'm going to kick their ass in so many words or whatever. Could they put anybody in that spot? He just he just took both tag divisions in, at one time, it destroyed them both. What all? The, in the who sense does that anybody help? Who does that help? Like besides all Braun. in the sense of rehabbing um, Braun. If you were going to rehab Braun, there would have been a better way of doing that instead of burying your entire have him go fuck division. up some two hundred five live match. And I feel like he's done this every time. He's zero and six or whatever it is in Universal Title Championship matches. Damn, that's and a lot. And I swear, I feel not one. like every Monday after the match. He kicks someone's ass like in the ring. I'm not gonna destroy Next his people that go in the ring. I'm gonna break your face and I'm gonna. Oh wait, no, that's that's, that's, that's Austin. <laughs> but uh, but we get the point though. But like it's it's the same it's the same thing. You know what? They're booking like a little bitch or a loser. A yeah. temper tantrum. Why don't you grow up, Braun? Yeah. Um, and then it just shits all over both tag divisions. How are you supposed to like that guy? Like as as a dude. Like, right. This dude's upset about losing. Right. And he's gonna go. 
murder four people at the same time. Yeah, they, get were over just, it. they were just—they were just hanging gonna, out. How am I gonna get behind someone like that? I don't know. And he I got didn't bit, like that and at he all. got beat fair and square like uh, against Seth. Yeah, it wasn't like there was any. You just got beat, bro. Which is a, a whole different thing. Like, like why I, they book I, it like that. I but loved yeah. that it took that many curb stomps and a pedigree. It took four curb stomps and a pedigree to put down Braun. That's a way to lose and still look strong. Right. Not to come out the next night and throw a fit and destroy the tag team Dude, champions. Throw Jinder Mahal out there. Who oh, fucking yeah. cares? Throw throw someone else out there. Yeah, have dumbass Jinder go out there. Offer an open challenge, d- done something. and then I, I challenge whoever comes through that curtain, and then Braun comes out and he destroys them. They could have done something cool there, be like, "Hey, I heard uh, Braun say he's gonna kick whoever's asses out in the ring. We'll come out here and try it with me then, or yeah. whatever." Or it even been like, "Oh shit, cool." Cu- cut to some cut to Jinder Mahal talking to the 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 Bollywood boys, right? And then making fun of how he's never won the universal title and I'll see you in the ring. And then he goes out there and you're going to get these hands. I, I, it's a very it's thin <laughs> veil between him and Stone Cold. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's an underlying close. problem with Braun in that he's like, like we mentioned, he has not won against uh, whoever was a champion. How can you take him serious after this? He he's he's he cannot he cannot win the big one. Well, my problem isn't so much with that. My problem is that he went out and destroyed the tag champions on both brands, this, right? Because they're trying to make him look strong, which well, which is the wrong thing, to, which is fine to do. But don't don't have it cost your tag divisions. That's what we're saying. Like you should have gone out there and fucked up Jinder Mahal. You and go fuck up a B team and Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins that are trying to have a match. There were so many things that were like contrived and weird about this thing. Yeah. So, like. The, the the advertised segment was oh they're gonna have a, a tag team summit so which like, what in, is a tag team in summit, kayfabe in kayfabe if Braun hadn't said that what were they gonna do when both of those tag teams <laughs> came out there was no way for that segment to end in right, the right way what was it gonna what was gonna happen so it just it didn't make sense in so many ways I hated it hated it um one another note I think what you're looking at right now Drew it was probably the biggest story of Raw right I agree uh the King of the Ring finals Baron Corbin versus Chad Gable um Baron Corbin for all of his faults had a great King of the Ring yeah. tournament he is your new King of the Ring all it includes is a crown and a scepter <laughs> and a cape. no title shot I guess nope um but he is your King of the Ring um we jokingly said Bobby picked That's Baron right. Corbin because we didn't think Baron Corbin had a chance. And look at him now. Um, what would you guys think? I thought this was a great match. I think uh, Chad Gable lost, uh, but valiantly. They, right. He put on a great match for all the little shorty jokes. And uh, you came up a little short there. Um, I thought this was a great showing for Chad Gable. And Baron Corbin, you know, Vince has a boner for him. So. And, and, and the crowd was definitely into Gable. They really wanted to see Chad Gable win, even though... They probably knew deep down that Brand was going to win that match. It was going to be the King of the Ring winner. Yes. The crowd was still into that match. They really wanted to see that upset. Um, this whole tournament, like from the, from the beginning to end, has been very good in ring. In ring wise, I it's probably one of the better King of the Ring tournaments I've seen. Uh, phenomenal work. Chad Gable especially has shown that he could still go. Like I mean, people they may have forgotten about him. You can't forget about him now. Yeah, the uh, I love the finish of this where he went for like a tilt to whirl and then Baron Corbin turned it into the end of days. Um, yeah. I thought I thought that was a great way to sh- shut down the little high flyer and uh, hit him with a big power move. I, I'm I'm not a fan of Baron Corbin winning, but I get it, and um, I'm excited to see what they do because Corbin really hasn't done anything since he lost 
in that mixed tag match with Lacey Evans. Oh, right. Yeah, that's a while ago. Too. Uh, and yeah, that, that was a while ago. So it's good to see. Maybe they have something for him. But I feel like this is just going to go the same way that Sheamus and Wade Barrett went uh, when they won King of the Ring. I feel like as wrestling fans, we saw all the different people that were in that bracket. And we thought about all the cool matchups. With, oh, yeah. With, you know, Buddy Murphy and all the all the different Andrade. guys. That were in there. Andrade. We're yeah. like, oh, man, it'd be really cool. But, um, you know, in hindsight, like to me, I'm like, oh shit! I should have predicted Baron right. Corbin was good. It was perfect You're right. for a Baron Corbin type character to win this kind of shit. In so he could yeah. talk a lot of shit or whatever. And and yes, this match was great. And I saw um, uh, Chad Gable was a perfect like supporting actor for Baron Corbin. That's yeah. how I looked at, at Chad Gable. I, yeah, he's great. He was really good, and he is. We all agree he's a great wrestler, but. In this case, I, I just looked at him as a supporting actor for for Baron Corbin to, to do his thing. And he did great. I, I do not like Baron Corbin, but I the last month, uh, he did a really good job, and he's really stepped his game up. And he's not wearing that damn button-up shirt and fucking vest. Yeah, he doesn't Thank look you. like an Applebee's um, waiter anymore. He looks like an Applebee's waiter that is going to the gym now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or smoking outside <laughs> on his break. That too, yeah. 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 <laughs> he's throwing out the trash on his 15-minute <laughs> yeah. break. Man, he got some chance. He got some Let's Go Corbin chance. I was yeah. surprised by that. Yeah, he's 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 winning over the, the IWC a little bit. There it is. Still not on board. <laughs> um, the thing that infuriated me the most was the Maria gender reveal party, the gender ma- Mahal reveal party. Um, this was easily the worst thing I've seen on Raw all year, and that's saying a lot. And, and that's it because I've seen a lot. <laughs> Probably of one of the worst things I've seen in wrestling so far. It, honestly, you're one thousand percent right. This did no favors for anybody. It made uh, Mike Kanellis look like. The word they buried him so I don't use the word burial that much, uh, but I feel like they were on a mission to bury Mike Kanellis in this. You had Michael Cole loudly say, Mike Kanellis is a loser, straight up. With <laughs> yeah, um, you had um, Corey Graves, Corey Graves calling him a beta cuck, um, <laughs> which is unheard of because you would never, I would have never thought they would ever use the, that term cuck on WWE TV. <laughs> right? What 10 year old is at home knowing what a cuck is? Wow. Um, basically, Maria said, you're not the father of my baby. Um, Rusev, who we haven't seen in a really long time, is the father of my baby, which also doesn't make sense because he's very clearly, and if you follow social media or you watch Total Divas, know anything about wrestling, uh, Rusev and Lana are a couple. They're engaged to be married. And uh, why is Rusev being brought back in this capacity to go fuck up? Mike Kanellis in this in this instance. Although on, on the on the bright side of this, Rusev looked phenomenal. Oh, Rusev he, he looked, looked like awesome. he was in the best shape of his life. Yeah, he's yeah, he trimmed really down a lot, but he's still like a big slab of meat. Yeah, with a mustache too. Yeah, with a mustache as well. Do you think they gave him like the stepdad look on purpose? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think so. It just he just needs a whole look. Yeah, he you know, needed to try over. something completely but different. But to right. have him return... chest. Like, man, that guy was like a hairy-chested, barrel-chested <laughs> yeah. dude. Yeah, but to have him return to this angle, though, and it's it, him no favors. It did nothing for him. Nope. I feel like the crowd was even dead when he was back. Um, I feel like the crowd forgot about him, honestly. But um, to mix him up in this storyline, and I feel like Maria's just going to say a new guy is her baby dad every week, which... Where is this going? What is the point of all of this? This is like a shitty version of Jerry Springer. It it really was, and it, you know, I really also feel real bad for um, Ricochet being involved in any oh my God. of this. Oh yeah, man. Ricochet like, should be nowhere <laughs> near they, any of when this. When they went backstage yes. for uh, for the shoot for this for the baby reveal, and 
you could look at all the the goofs, the the oh. nerds that were backstage and jobber, Titus jobber. Oh, the B team. Oh, oh cool. Team, what, Zach Ryder. Whatever, whatever. The first thing I thought watching this by myself was when I saw Ricochet. I literally said out loud to myself, "What the fuck's he doing there?" <laughs> I, I thought like, the same yeah. thing. Like, why is he there? <laughs> no, please don't start involving him in this stupid shit. Oh, Alicia Fox. Like, Good to see her. God in. damn it! Like this guy went from like. The, one of the greatest takeover matches I've ever seen, like Adam, remember Adam Cole and Ricochet oh, like yeah, last man, summer? Yeah. Oh, anyway. my God. To fucking a gender reveal party. I was just like. With a hat and a little like uh, oh my God. party blower thing. I, I um, couldn't believe Ricochet was involved with this at all. I was so disappointed with that. And I think that they, I think this was more so to send a message to uh, to Mike and to Maria. Like you guys resigned, you guys did it for the money. That's fine. I'm glad you guys resigned, but um, these are the storylines, and this is what the angles that you got to come up with. And um, yeah, that's uh, nobody wants to see this. Nobody wants stuff. to see that exactly. And it's definitely, definitely more so to embarrass him and to try to make him humble for the fact that he signed with WWE. Like your ass is ours, basically. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna show you to to get pregnant after we resign you after you made a big deal about um, us and our our whatever. Um, apparently Vince McMahon wasn't even backstage this week. That was all Paul Heyman. Ooh. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, Lacey Evans, Dana Brooke just need to. Yeah, uh, whatever. Lacey Evans can go back to NXT. Dana Brooke, hang it up, dude. Um, I was not a fan of this. Hang it up, dude. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't. That should be your, uh, that should be your quote right there, dude. There <laughs> it is. Hang it up, dude. right there. Hang it up, dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's get into SmackDown now because Raw after that was just a shit show. Uh, mostly a shit show. I didn't I didn't like Raw really at all. Um, what did you guys think um, about SmackDown? Honestly, there's only one big story yeah, coming I out I think of that this. story's huge. And they started off huge right away because they did open it with the six-man tag match. So at least they started off huge <laughs> and not with the promo. Um, it, the the six-man tag was good, but it definitely led to um, Brock debuting on SmackDown. We haven't seen Brock on SmackDown in a long time. Since he lost at WrestleMania, we haven't seen him in, on WWE at all, let alone SmackDown. SmackDown might be longer. Um, I, I think probably the last time we saw him on SmackDown was probably 2004, I want to say. When he was feuding with Eddie? Yeah, I think that was probably the last time. Um, so we got Paul, uh, Paul Heyman comes out and introduced Brock Lesnar, who wants the WWE title. And sorry, Kofi, this is where your road ends with that title. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see uh, Vince McMahon and his his theory on it is in case of emergency, Brock Glass. Oh, Ooh. Brock Glass. I was like, hey, fucker, you said break wrong. I was like, oh, never mind. You got it. You got it. You got it. But you know what that means? Bye bye, Kofi. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. You know what, though? Um, I, I might be pre- too premature to say this, but he, Kofi had oh. a great run. He had a great run from WrestleMania on. Um, it just can't last. It's not going <laughs> to last forever. Have an obituary for him. You know, it's not going to last forever, though. Kofi, Kofi being champion is not going to last forever. It's going to be. A, it was only be a matter of time before he was going to lose the belt. But why to Brock? They went about it. They want a. They want a big name for the money at Fox and they all want that a, stuff. They want Fox, a big sports name. Fox does want Brock Lesnar on yeah. SmackDown, and I, I think it's the best move, honestly. Uh, my dream booking is Big E gets it back for the new day. Which would be amazing. oh he he slays the beast for yeah. Kofi yeah I would be on board with that he he deserves that show the rumor I heard was that he like Brock Lesnar gets paid more from Fox to wrestle on that show than he would for the network and and doing the speri- the periodic stuff or whatever well then the title's I going to him I I wouldn't be surprised at all because um 
Fox, they do they 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 want a big name, and they were gonna try to go for Ronda, but Ronda's not ready yet. So Brock was gonna be the second best option. Yeah. And yeah. and you have to go with Brock on that one. I mean, because he's been on Raw for ever, ever since he came back from um, ever since this draft, ever since the initial brand split started, he's always been on Raw. So yeah. it's nice to have a, a nice change of scenery and have Brock go against uh, SmackDown superstars. Yeah, and it, like you said, exactly. Um, who can he fight on SmackDown um, other than Kofi? Um, that Roman? he hasn't kind of fought already. Oh, oh Daniel yeah. Bryan. Oh, damn. He's fought both those guys yeah, already. Yeah, fucked them both up. Oh yeah, especially Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Um, you guys remember that Brock Lesnar fought Kofi Kingston one on one at and the Beast of the East special? Yes, I oh, remember shit. that. I remember I that? And, that. He, and Brock destroyed the New Day. Destroyed him. Oh and my the New god! Day yeah, you're, like yes. right. you're right. You're right. I remember uh, like that. a minute long. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> we already saw. I'm this gonna match. watch that shit. You're right. And no, that was right. and that was when the New Day were heels. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And Brock was kind of like a like a tweener at the time. Yeah. Yeah. He beat him in like a minute. That's so right. We've already seen this match. So we have seen this match. I'm over it. And um. It might be even. It might be even uh, shorter now. Uh, Kevin Owens is suing Shane McMahon for twenty five million dollars. Um, but if Kevin Owens wins a lawsuit, Shane McMahon is fired. Um, don't know how that makes sense. That's weird. Um, you would think this is going to end up leading to hell in a cell. This should be the thing that goes in hell in a cell. Absolutely. Because I'm I'm looking at at, at this feud, and this feud has been going on for far too long, to the point where like, okay, let it let's end the feud. Have it inside Hell in a Cell, and then after that, no more. I see the the feud and the lawsuit ending in a match. I see the lawsuit ending in a match. Yeah. That's what I see. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the judge ruled in favor of Shane McMahon, but... <laughs> You gotta have a match to see who wins. <laughs> that just sounds like that just screams Vince Russo booking. Right. Yeah, and I think at this point we could put the the well, as far as me, I we could put the rumors, not the rumors, the comparisons to Stone Cold Steve Austin to rest at this point yes. because right. there's so many things that Stone Cold would not have done uh, that Kevin Owens is doing, but begging to not be um, uh, fined and you think suing. You uh, the Texas rattlesnake would go to a judge and sue Shane McMahon's ass. I'm gonna stomp a mud hole in that ass. <laughs> yeah, none you would of this not. would happen. The only thing we have now is that that Kevin Owens has the stunner. That's okay. it. That is the only comparison now. What? That and that he's going, that he's like up against the authority. That's it. If All the other comparisons are out the window now. If Kevin point. Owens is suing Shane McMahon for twenty five million dollars, why do you want to keep wrestling so bad for? You just won $25 million. You don't have to work anymore, yeah, bro. Retire. Why, <laughs> retire. Like, yeah. what's the problem? Although I'm sure after taxes, he's probably getting, what, like 16, 17 million. But still, though, that's still a lot of money. It's a lot more than the $100,000 that he was fined and that started all of this. And yeah. he was desperate. And, and, like, I don't want to get into a deeper conversation than this, but, like, that's Keep it kayfabe. The, the attitude area back then. Vince McMahon could have sued Stone Cold for <laughs> pouring concrete in his Corvette, you know, and, like, that's the that's the difference between you know twenty twenty five years ago versus now is like everybody gets punished for everything they do instead of just like fuck yeah. you I'm not fucking gonna Another, pay you I'm, I'm, and I'm gonna stun your ass I'm, I'm yeah. glad you brought, brought up something like that because um, Stone Cold in his feud with Vince McMahon he took ownership of the company he outsmarted Vince and Shane to ha- be the majority owner for WWE. Yeah. And when it was time for him to return the ownership back to Vince and Shane, he put himself in a title match. Right. And it worked out. And he became yeah. champion after that. Yep. Yeah. That's how you book a babyface is you make the babyface look strong and not make him look very weak. Yeah, make weak. him look cool. Like, 
Becky Lynch just like touched a referee on Sunday and ten thousand dollar fine or whatever. Kayfabe ten thousand dollar fine. Right. It's like that. This, if you're gonna punish everybody for everything that they're doing, it doesn't make them seem cool. You know, and it's like a picking and choosing as far as who gets fined, who doesn't get fined according to the rules. Yeah. Um, a couple other things that happened on SmackDown. Um, Otis from Heavy Machinery is now no longer in a singlet. Oh, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Do they just want to make him look goofy or like what's the point of this? Fuck yeah! I think when he took let that belly breathe, he took his two straps down like the week before, and I think Vince was like, "Oh yeah, no more more steaks and weights. Look at that." Yeah. Um, Kofi Kingston and Brock Lesnar is official. Um, I'm just reading this right now for the debut on Fox. Interesting. So they're not even going to wait for the pay per view. They're just going to go right into it. I'm with that 100. percent That's Let's that's do it, Fox. That's that's what you want to. You want to have the biggest match you can for the debut uh, episode on Fox, which yeah. is kind of opposite of uh, you know what's going to be our main event topic tonight, which is you know NXT. So like yeah. Um, so I mean that that's that's a big thing that's gonna happen. We'll have the eulogy for um, Kofi Kingston the following <laughs> week. Yeah. Um, just make sure everyone gets their their uh, speeches ready. Right, right. Uh, Dan O'Brien um, is. It looks like he's back to being a babyface. What do you guys think? Tweener, tweener type. Or uh, is he just taking the beating so Roman doesn't suspect that he is uh, a higher power? He's getting Dan, Dan O'Brien's a higher power. He, I, it's it's all a swerve. I think it's a swerve. Um, or a fiend. Yeah. I think it's a swerve for Dan and Brian and for the um, for Rowan He's and like Harper to join up. Goes back to our scream theory. Mm-hmm. I'll get hurt just to make it look like I'm not the culprit, but I'm really the culprit. <laughs> and I mentioned it. I think I mentioned this last week with um, how back in the day where Flair and Sting would team up, and Sting was a stupid baby face <laughs> as well. Not once, but multiple <laughs> times where he would uh, team up with, with Ric Flair of all people, and when Flair was feuding with the Horsemen, he would pretend to get his ass beat by um, Arn and Tolly and Oli. Have him set up in a tag match, and only for Reflair to turn on him and drop the bait, and have the Horsemen reunite and a beat up Sting. I could see something almost exactly like that. I could see this happening. Only difference is it's Roman Reigns, and he's gonna destroy all three of them in one fight. Oh God! I could see that happening. Superman I think eventually, yes, Superman but yeah, that would be spear. That would be even Superman dumber if they did that punch. in one match. Roman Reigns defeats all three people in one fucking. God damn it! No. Yeah. No, it's, it's gonna happen, dude. Get ready. You put that curse on us, dude. Strap in, strap on, whatever you do. But Roman Reigns is gonna destroy Dan O'Brien, Luke Harper, and Eric Rowan, and they're gonna be back oh to God. And yes. then they're gonna go chase after the twenty four seven title. Luke Harper. Hey, what do you guys think about them having three different returns like in the same week? They had uh, Rusev on Raw. They had Eric Rowan, who I guess is on SmackDown, and uh, well, I guess we'll get into NXT. But on NXT, they had um, Leo Rush. Three three people that that's, were that had like disgruntled problems with the company, and I think they're trying to keep them from going elsewhere. Those were those were literally three people that had problems with the company. They all had problems. They with the did, company. yeah. And, and holy they, shit, they all they all came back, and I think they're trying to, you know, in the past, I think they would punish those those type of people, you know, or keep them off TV. Oh, I absolutely. Think, I think they're trying to wrangle them back in and 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 kind of hold them close. because yeah. those those three would be a great get for. AEW or AEW. I mean, it, especially, yeah. if you're, especially if you're holding their contracts or extending their contracts out, just use them. Yeah. You might as well put them to use. You I know? think they took you the disgruntled employees and, and held them close this week. Made them gruntled. And, <laughs> you need, and you need talent, especially with um, SmackDown going to be two hours. And if they if they do have it, make Wait, it Smackdown a three-hour show. No? But if, um, 
what I'm saying is that if they make it a three-hour show, oh God, no, which is please. what Fox plan, yeah, what, what they want to do, it's gonna happen. You're gonna need as much talent as you can to to fill three hours. And even even right now with two hours, you want you want to have as much talent as you can to fill up the shows. And now that NXT is gonna be two hours long, you need talent as well to Whoa. to fill um to fill that show well, as well. I NXT did a great job of not overusing everyone at once. Uh, well, I get ready because once two I, hours comes, yeah, yeah. you're going to see everybody on board. Um, another thing that they've said this week on, on Raw and SmackDown, the wild card rule is done. Wild card, bitches! It is no more. Good God. Oh, thank fuck. God. Yes. They're Can actually going to stick to a brand split, which... Really? How long is that going to last? I don't know, but can you guys even tell who's on whose brand right oh, now? I like, have no idea. At all? I mean, like, the Revival are the, the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. They're from Raw, right? Are they from Raw? I don't know. I don't last, know I, last I checked, they're on Raw. Because <laughs> they were they lost the Tag Champs, the Tag Championships to um, uh, uh, the, Ala, the Good Brothers. Uh, get, uh, yeah, the Good Brothers, right? Yeah. Okay. So, so that means they were on Raw. Right. Yes. But now they're the SmackDown Champs. Right. So who knows anymore? I don't know. What does that well, mean? Well, we'll find out come the draft come draft time because um, once the draft happens, whoever's being drafted, whoever brand, they're going to be on that brand. Yeah, and they're going to stay there. Um, so the big dog is going back to Raw. Um, I don't know how I they're. Don't know. I don't. I think he's going to stay on SmackDown because they, they want to have as mi- as much top stars on SmackDown for right now because it's, it's. But a, Raw is the baby. It yeah. is. It is the baby. But you got to remember, uh, SmackDown's on Fox and Fox is on network TV. They're going to draw true. more eyeballs. That's true. And they, right. they really want. Do you think SmackDown's going to be the A show? It could be. I don't know. All the commercials I've seen during football, they they, they like got to do what they can to make it the A show. F- those are badass commercials. Actually. Those commercials make yeah. me proud to be a, d- a wrestling fan. Yeah, oh, they like, did yeah. a really good yeah. job with those. those show really these, cool. show these uh, idiots out there that oh, wrestling is fake. Show them that. <laughs> Look at us now. But but <laughs> you were watching football and watching us. But you know what though? I, I see a pattern though that they've done though is whenever they re uh, they re, re, whenever they do the brand split again. SmackDown in the beginning is the A show, or at least is the better show between Raw and SmackDown. And then once they realize that Raw is declining in the ratings, they're going to go back to making Raw big, making Raw number one, and then SmackDown's going to suffer. Um, I think for this one, they can't do that because now that SmackDown is on Fox, that is going to be their A show, no matter what Vince thinks in his mind. We are on the cusp of so many different things that could happen because... Uh, NXT is just on fire right now, and that could potentially change the way that Raw and SmackDown uh, handle their shows and their super, their super, their wrestlers. Yeah, because if you watched NXT, which was live for the first time this week, which mm-hmm. we're going to cover, that made Raw and SmackDown look like total trash as a wrestling fan. Right. You you watch um, you watch a uh, uh, Velveteen Dream and um, oh my god that that match Roderick was Strong. and Roderick Strong you look at that and then you look at Maria Kanellis and Mike Kanellis and <laughs> and just two compare the two it's two total like, different what yeah. the fuck it's it's different flavors for sure God and dude even the fact that they were like okay our first our first um, two hours NXT on live TV let's put the women out there and the women that went out there and fucking showed off. To no end. Candice LeRae is the new number one contender. Uh, what do you guys think? I mean, just on those two matches alone, that was more than the price of admission, I think. Right. I, Bianca Belair is the beast. Motherfucking beast. I think she, yes. she yeah. needs to be a title uh, holder. She's going to be big on the main roster, too, because her personality is amazing. Yeah. Total Cardi B character. Right. Um, easy to love, easy to hate. 
And just by those two matches, and actually just that whole first hour that was on USA. Yes. Like I said. They loaded it. Bye-bye AEW. Oh, it's man, over. yeah. It's over. It's over. AEW hasn't dude, started yet, dude. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's over. No, well. Right? Shit. We were just talking about the three different flavors, right? You see, NXT is the wrestling fans show, right? Yes. Yes. And then you have your bullshit show, which is Raw and SmackDown for the casuals and the people who love drama. Like, I love the that The commercial show. for NXT I, literally I watched, said no BS. Right. Yeah. yeah. I watched SmackDown with my mother-in-law, and she's, she gets it. Oh, see? I don't like see? Shane McMahon. Perfect. Different yeah. flavors. NXT is taking that flavor that AEW is supposed to try to get, right? And NXT is not only really good at it, they're far better. Okay, let me ask you guys both a question then. Because NXT and AEW, they're going to cart it to the hardcore fans. Can they attract the casual fan to come in? Well, they don't have That's to. That's going to be... Don't, they, they don't I have to. What do, you, what do you mean they don't have to? They don't have to because NXT did a 1.2 rating on Wednesday right. night. 1.2 million ra- they got 1.2 million viewers. Yes. I don't think that AEW is going to attract the casual viewer because yeah. I'm a casual viewer and I can't get attracted to the show because unless I'm watching all these YouTube videos and everything, I I don't know what's going on. Right. And like if my mother, I keep using my mother-in-law as an example, but if my, my mother-in-law will watch AEW and have absolutely no fucking idea what's going on at all. Right. If I don't know what's going on and I'm a wrestling fan, she would have no, so the casual viewer thing is just, to me, is out the window. So yeah, they're I not going to hundred percent. They're not going to get it on Wednesday nights. What are you watching? AEW or NXT? NXT one hundred percent by a million. Even the first episode of AEW, not I'll, interested. I'll record it and I'll watch it on yeah, Saturday. Yeah. I'm actually the opposite. I think AEW is going to be the one to watch because I'm intrigued. I'm interested. I think what happened here. I think I think WWE was smart. I think Triple H was smart. I think AEW was like we're going to go head to head with WWE. And they were expecting a right hook from WWE. And Triple H just came with an uppercut uh-huh. right to them. And they didn't <laughs> see over. NXT coming because NXT fucking delivered. And these are the guys that put on the matches that we, the hardcore fans, love. I also think that AEW and NXT are going to split that 1.2 come the first Wednesday. You think so? I absolutely think, think so. about this, though. NXT is like... You know what? It's our first show. We won't even put Adam Cole match yet. He's the champion. <laughs> I yeah. forgot about that. He's yeah, a champion. Yeah. That's well, why the casuals. Yeah, and Gargano wasn't it, even on the show. Boom, and Ciampa's yeah. coming back. Yeah. So think about, like, they're not going for the casuals. They're going yeah. for the guys who are supposed to be going for AEW. Yeah. So that's why they don't need that This is that a total casual. uppercut from and WWE. And it's over. That's what I like. I knew, like, Triple H <laughs> got the complete book. That whole intro, I was already. Hyped. Well, it's not over yet till we see what yeah, AEW does. Like, let's just wait until October second. Well, I let's, agree. Let's do that because we don't know yet. We're, we're, it's, we're, you're, you're a little too quick to jump on saying AEW's done. They haven't even done their first show yet. I wouldn't let's say they're see. done, but they should <laughs> be a little. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a challenge, though. I agree. I it'll be a challenge, but they're, they're not done because well, they haven't done it yet. I, my theory is this. My theory is this. Like, uh, for the longest time, I don't know if anyone's a basketball fan or anything. Kobe Bryant was the greatest basketball player at you know a five year period or whatever. And there was other guys like Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady, all these other contenders who I wanted to believe was better than Kobe Bryant because... In the past 20 years, Kobe was the best player. No, hold on. But yeah, but during that era, there's other players who came, contenders or competition. They had all the skills and the flash and the talent, but deep down, you know Kobe was a guy. And I think that's what NXT is, right? So you, everybody knows NXT is going to be that brand. Uh, I think they're going to beat outdo AEW what AEW is doing. They're going to do it better. I will say 
NXT looked very small as far as arena wise. Right. Yes. It looked tiny compared to what the buildings that are selling out for AEW are going to look like. Right. I will also say that the AEW roster is a lot older than this NXT roster. So if a couple key people go down in AEW, that's going to be really right. bad for them. And you guys saw NXT, right? You've uh, that small arena. It was kind I, of hot. I, I love it. It was hot. a hot crowd. Right. I'd much rather watch it a was, small they hot had crowd. That, they had that bald that, guy. Yeah, God, <laughs> yeah. <a> fucking goof. <laughs> I'd much rather watch a small hot crowd than a larger, less hot crowd. I, I agree. No, I, but these are the fans that sold it out within minutes. These this fan is these these fans are going to be hot all yeah. night. Yeah, it Easily. made me hype to watch the crowd. How intense the- they got, like. You know when uh, when uh, Velveteen Dream kicked out of that end of heartache and oh. the crowd went nuts. Yeah, I was just like at home, like, oh my god. Yeah, you know, the, ECW first, days, the first hour, sure. Dude, the first awesome. hour was definitely hot. The crowd was definitely hot. The first hour, the second hour, it looked like they may have died down a little bit, but they were still they were still good nonetheless. Well, though you got that that was a match. Congrats to the to the undisputed era. They are draped in gold now. Yeah. Roderick Strong beating Velveteen Dream in enough fucking instant classic takeover worthy match right um they both went out there and tore the house down and it was a great way to end on nxt um on usa and then yeah. go to the network which a lot of people had problems going to the network because they everyone did. flooded the network right. to switch over right. and i don't think the servers were ready a lot of people had to like re-log in and people weren't they had to wait to till later on perhaps yeah. i i waited till later on because i didn't watch it live yeah. but yeah. Too. um a lot of people that watched it live had a hard time switching over to the network, and that's only going to be for another week because Suits is having their season finale. Fucking Suits! Uh, <laughs> but I, Hans Byron, I think you're on. I think you're on to something, dude. I think really Triple H just like it's almost like he wrote a list of like what do wrestling fans like right. and what they don't like, and they just he just went down the list like exactly. And they it's like he didn't try to pull any tricks like. Mm-hmm. Like, like you could see right through Vince McMahon and WWE main roster tricks. Like, oh, let's do this to boost rating. Let's do whatever. And Triple H just like took the ship and just went straight ahead and was like, let's just this works. Good wrestling matches work. They didn't have one interview segment. They didn't have one uh, in ring. Like you're used to as a wrestling fan watching Raw and SmackDown, the twenty minute, (laughs) the twenty minute long uh, intro of like. The champion talking about his challenger or whatever. And it's just like, no. They started with a match. They went through. and uh, On the first hour, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was, there was all wrestling. No interviews. Yep. No backstage segment, segments at all. There was no tricks. There was no main roster. Let's get like Seth Rollins on there to, to boost the ratings or anything like that. There was no tricks. Like the main roster, they just, they have these tricks that you could see right through. And like NXT, the top of hour two, we're gonna send out uh, right. Becky Lynch. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. You can see right through these tricks. And in NXT, it's like this is what works. We send these guys out. They tell a story in the ring, and and that's it. Like it's very simple storytelling. And it's I, I beautiful. Loved it, and they did a lot of old school shit that like AEW fans are gonna appreciate. Like the fact that the faction is running shit. So you have the undisputed era running it. There's other X factors. And, and Maro, Maro Ronaldo is oh, the just best. So good. The best. Maro was on his A game. He's always on his game. I've never seen him have a shitty uh, outing, no matter what he's covering. But since we're on the topic of uh, commentators, Nigel McGinnis, we don't give him enough credit for what he's done. Yeah, him he's and Maro are the best duo in uh, WWE. I mean, you can even say maybe in pro wrestling at the moment. I agree. Kick Beth Phoenix out. Bye, dude. And then <laughs> just have them two you call don't, the shit. Right, you right. don't need three people. Especially Beth Phoenix, who literally adds 
Zero. She's been a commentator for like two minutes. I think. Like, what the fuck? I think anyone who you have with that combination of Marl and Marl and Nigel, Nigel are the two best. Y- you don't. You don't need a third person. You can put. You can put Tony Schiavone in there. You can put anyone in there for that matter. They don't need a third person. Those two are just fine the way they are. And yeah. that's that's where NXT. Maybe next week we actually think about these things like pros and cons for right, each one, right, and we'll go right. down and see which one can eventually win this. Because I, as far as commentators go. NXT has the edge easily. The number yeah. one other thing, yes. video fucking packages. Every oh, video package yeah. they did, that covers what WWE fails to do in like these extended promos that they don't need to do. Yeah. These video packages are... Literally in two minutes, you can explain the character. Right. You can tell me what they believe in, mm-hmm. and you can tell me how... how like yeah. You can show me highlights from the matches. So right. I'm like, oh, right. wow, that guy's okay. dope as fuck. Perfect. Okay, tell me who Ember Moon is. Uh, black girl. Couldn't tell you who <laughs> Ember Moon is. She wore the contacts. She does no the idea. the stunner, flipping stunner move. Okay, so but I have no idea who she is. I know that Mandy Rose broke her switch and she got mad. Oh right. god, <laughs> that's all I know about her right, recently. Right. Yeah, but uh, no, I thought it was great. Do you guys like the squash matches? Do you guys like the squash yeah, match it's formula? Old school as fuck. It yeah. helps. It helps the because it is. Te- technically developmental, so it helps a developmental talent that's on the cusp of coming up to the main to the main NXT roster. Yeah, it, and it helps the whoever squashing them look strong. And I also think that that the people that they're putting out there to be squashed aren't like like uh, you're not like oh my god, it's not like watching Seth Rollins versus Heath Slater. We're like okay, right, it's a, right, right. It's a matter of time. The like, guy that fought uh, Pete, Pete Dunn, Pete Dunn, yeah, leading and, uh, to the second and, hour and, and on Ruha. the network, um, Antonio Ruas. Yes, that was actually a good match. That was a good showing by uh, Ruas to, c- to like, introduce people to, to see what he can actually do. Yeah, and he hear, was he was great, and he was just kicking, dude. He kicked. I didn't hear one short joke. Yeah, the no, whole time. God, no. I didn't hear Michael Cole call him a loser. Yeah, right. Um, they actually did a great job of building him up as like. Pay attention, to this guy. But, He's gonna be great. But next time I see Ruhas, I'm gonna I'm gonna be like that. I want to see another match from him because he's great. Him. He just happened to lose, but he's a great wrestler. Right. But at least you know? he went, he went in there showing that what he can actually do in a losing effort. And right. I think that's worth more than winning a meaningless battle. Yeah. So I mean, yes, they have squash matches, but it, they they've figured out a way to to formula formulaically like uh, through commentary or right. through their their past matches like. Mm-hmm say that these people have a chance to win and it makes you it draws you in speaking of which how good did they build up leo rush oh oh leo rush is they made leo rush not look like what a he star. was a bobby lashley lackey or right. made short jokes about him exactly. what a star they made him seem like oh he's finally back and he's being taken seriously Dude, and look at all the shit he can do all through presentation it was all done through presentation the way that they talked about him mm-hmm. the way that the the way he wrestled every his intensity everything it uh, did you ever during that match at all think that this dude is like five foot five? Nope. No. Nope. Not no. one no. second did you think that. He, nope. you he put in a lot of effort. How great though. of a match it was, and the crowd was hyped for him. So the NXT crowd is again, it's a smarter crowd than your um, than your SmackDown Raw crowd. So it's over. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> it's over. over. you, they were expecting a right hook. It's yeah. Yeah. Uppercut. It's, uppercut. it's gonna be. It's gonna be a challenge for AEW come October second. Right. It's definitely gonna be. Uh, it's not gonna be an easy battle. But you know what though. I think in the end, though, the fans, um, the, especially the hardcore fans, they're gonna be, uh, they're gonna be in for a treat. I mean, we all win. I mean, no one wins or loses in this. But the fact that we're gonna get 
what four hours of amazing like we're not even going to cover on smackdown i don't think on the show anymore i don't know how we're going to do this <laughs> come come october i mean um we, we're gonna have to change formats we're gonna have to right. do raw and nxt and then the following weeks smackdown <laughs> i do want to mention oh something yeah. real quick though uh, about the second hour of nxt i thought they did a phenomenal job with imperium when uh oh. imperium debuted oh, yeah. oh yeah we're still talking about nxt but yes yeah. great point dick keep going like I, um, the the way they came out, um, they introduced uh, Wolf Eichner, and I'm trying to remember the uh, uh, the other person. It wasn't it wasn't Walter, but it was. Um, but anyways, they all came out. Um, the crowd was super hot for Walter, and when Walter debuted, the the place erupted. So it looks like that um, we might be seeing more Imperium on actual uh, NXT now. So there is going to be some sort of talent swap between uh, the UK brand and for the regular NXT where they're going to do like a swap out every couple of months or so. And what better way than to have Imperium debut on NXT? Not only that, but Kushida and oh, Walter. I was going to get to oh, that right now. Oh, we were talking about that earlier too. Is like That's the other thing about NXT is, is that you can think in your head uh, of these future matches that are, uh, that are potential. And every, every, not every, but a lot of matches in NXT... They're like one-offs, right? You see, like Ricochet fought Adam Cole, and that was a good match. And right. You see these, like, and then you think ahead, like, man, when Pete Dunne fights uh, Oni Lorcan, that'll be a really good match. And like, it's not like seeing Bobby Bobby Lashley versus Finn Balor, you know, uh, a million times over again on Raw. Like, it's right. just these one-off matches that are so great and. To to see them happen is awesome, and then to think about the potential of, I mean, dude, put put um, uh, uh, Walter versus Leo Rush or right. any of these matches you could put together. You're like, when those guys meet, it's gonna be awesome. Walter and Keith Lee. Oh, oh that is gonna be phenomenal. Great, and so and you're not or gonna Donovan Dijak. You're not gonna see them in a tug of war match. No, um, you're not gonna see any stupid bullshit. You're gonna see hard hitting fucking top-notch wrestling and i hate to say it but AEW's in trouble yeah, yeah. Hoss on hoss hoss on hoss action baby because <laughs> what other monsters does aew have no. other than luchasaurus that's it i mean at the moment that's really the only um really big guy they have we just named three giant <laughs> hosses yeah um, the meatiest of the meat <laughs> yeah um and then just i don't know i i'm i'm kind i'm worried for a i was very optimistic for AEW, but this was the first shot and it fucking rang the bell. Um, yeah. And I'm still going to be there. I'm going to withhold judgment with AEW until I see the no, first no, no, no. show. No, 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 no. I'm not giving yeah, judgment. I'm, I'm, just I'm saying, not, not going to say it's done. Uh, but this no. was uh, th- I'm not going to say it's Pete Dunne, but it's definitely... Ooh, well done. I was hoping you're going to spit out your beer right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's definitely um, something that AEW should be concerned with. Oh, yeah. Right. We've seen the first shot now. And so we're like, oh, God. Whoa. So Whoa. October 4th, we have Kofi's... R.I.P. You know, <laughs> memorial. Yeah, the next week after we'll have AEWs too. I'm just yeah, kidding, I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, AEW no, fans. AEWs is two days before that, right? Isn't oh, that October okay, they'll be dead by, October be dead October second <laughs> is uh, the debut <laughs> show. AEW be dead by then. They'll be dead by then. Sorry, Mox. <laughs> yeah, and then they're also incorporating um, NXT UK, and I guess 205 Live is canceled now, or not canceled? No, but they're incorporating they're the, in the game absorbing. Yeah. I, the smart thing for them to do is to incorporate 205, uh, the cruiserweight division, into NXT and not to the main roster because they'll right. be better utilized, and, I, and the fans will definitely respect them a lot more than 
being on Raw or SmackDown. It's still gonna be the same f- format though. They're the still gonna show it on that day. That'll fill out oh, okay. the. That'll fill out the two hours. Honestly, I don't even think they should do uh, two five live anymore. They should just put them uh, into the NXT roster. Triple yeah, H says I agree. Because you're gonna need the like I said, you're gonna need the talent to, for two hours. And what better way than have the cruiserweights come out there and um, wrestle each week? I mean, it could be against each other. It could be against the other talent as well. Um, well you well, definitely need the talent for it. Here's mm-hmm. the thing with NXT. We've been accustomed to one hour where we don't see this, the same wrestler week after week. Right. And now that they're two hours, they're going to have to start incorporating more like tag matches that like Raw and SmackDown do where I like people uh, are feuding no. with each other and now we have to do we okay they have a singles match I, that ends in a DQ and then they go into a tag match with the p- other people that are feuding with each other I, they're, they're gonna have to pull out some tricks and what better way than to have 205 Live incorporated that way you don't have to see those same matches um, the same tricks that Raw and SmackDown pull you out you have the cruiserweights go out there and wrestle yeah. I mean look, look what made Dude, Nitro successful in the beginning I was just thinking the same thing go look on. what made Nitro successful in the beginning the first hour when they open up Nitro, they always open up with the cruiserweights. And it was not it was always a different it was always um you had your we had Rey Mysterio, you had Psychosis, Juventud Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko. You had a good group of guys out there, very talented, that went out there and they showed the world what they can do and why you should watch Nitro. It was high pace, fast, and it was like balls of the walls offense. Yeah. Okay, so let's say this. Okay, so they've already announced Sammy Guevara versus Cody on AEW's first show. Okay. Um, what what would you rather tune into? Co- does Cody versus Sammy Guevara do anything to make you want to change your mind about watching NXT instead of AEW? No. Nope. Just for that match? Just, just, just on what that match. That and then they're going to have the women's champion uh, Riho versus um, Nyla Jax. Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose. Just based off those two matches, no, but <laughs> nope. But you're watching it because <laughs> of the debut, because of what they can actually do outside of those two matches. What can AEW perform? Because this hype, this this AEW hype has been going on ever since they announced AEW. They got to go all out. They so got to have they, the pyro. They got to. They got to. They got to pr- have their production down. Because right, a- WWE isn't playing around. Nope. WWE is not playing around, and they have. Literally the best of the indies. I feel like AW at this point because of what I watched. We haven't even gotten into the Matt Riddle part, but what I watched on NXT was them showing them we have all this talent, and they AW. I feel like kind of is kind of scraping the bottom. Right. I mean, they have Kenny Omega, they have the Young Bucks, uh, they have Pentagon, they have they have big names, but as far as like talent pool, NXT has it in spades. It's game. Yeah, it's well, over. we were talking earlier about how I, I thought I saw something about Kenny Omega, how he said, we have a main roster, we have a, a talented roster that's going up against a developmental roster. Like, trying to insult yeah. NXT. No, that, nah. that's not. Do, do you see NXT as an, a developmental, like, company In the beginning, anymore? they were, but not anymore. Not anymore. Not, not anymore. anymore. Yeah. Like, he, he's talking about them as if... Uh, <laughs> As if they're trying to learn how to wrestle still. And right. That's Can, not what it's about at all. It's Kenny Omega had matches with those guys like five, ten years ago. Yeah. It, like, it, they're the, not rookies. I mean, you can look at your Aaliyahs and you can look at your, like, uh, other people yes, that... Yes, there are people that are still, like, learning, owning, owning their craft or whatever. But I think as far as the, the, the term developmental, they're developing into the WWE style of, of learning where the cameras are and learning how to... to manage yourself backstage and manage your, your career and your, your your character or whatever. I watched Kenny Omega versus uh, Roderick Strong like eight years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. So th- you're not getting people that don't yeah. know how to wrestle. Roderick's not 
develop developing himself. You know? Yeah, he, yeah. I mean, as an in-ring talent, he's definitely he's simply phenomenal. The thing about AEW though is that um, there's a lot of unknown names in within that company. They're gonna have to step up. They're there. gonna have to step. They have to introduce them who they are, and I think so far they're doing the best they can as far as introducing the wrestlers to a new audience because a lot of these fans. Even though they are hardcore fans, they don't know they don't know a lot of the of of their of the talent, um, especially the ones coming from Japan and from abroad. So they need to introduce them and have them um, demonstrate what they can actually do in the ring, tell well, a story, and go from there. They have the Chinese superstars that are coming in too, which I I have no, I don't know anything about. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Like, can they introduce the audience to that fan base? I mean. Again, going back to WCW, not a lot of them knew who the Luch- who the Luchadors were back then. But WCW, for their credit, they introduced the Luchadors to make them to known to, well, to the American audience. Yeah, and it worked for them. And they start hot. And it's they start hot exactly. So we are, yeah, we're literally twelve days away from the official Wednesday Night Wars, and I feel like we had a great talk. Next week, let's literally put down uh, pros and cons for each company, and we'll see on paper before they go head-to-head mm-hmm. which one we think will win based on the pros and cons. Brad, you're more than welcome to come back again if you like, yeah. uh, but I think this is a great way we're going to put a pin on in this right now. Uh, but, you know, the one thing I want to talk about, which we almost forgot about, was the ending. Matt Riddle versus Killian Dane in a street fight. Uh, what did you guys think about this? Um, I thought I thought it was a great way to end the show. Uh, what did you guys think? Yeah, I, I it was really cool that they went outside and and there was people hanging out and they just everybody started fighting and and joined in and I, it was cool. Literally. The entire locker room was fighting each other. You saw people that have never inter- intermingled with each other fighting mm-hmm. each other. I thought this was kind of a little jab at AEW to show them that, like, you know, the Co- Cody's and your Young Bucks and everyone's kind of friends with each other. Kenny Omega, you guys do your little YouTube channel. You guys are all friends. Well, guess what? Here at NXT, no one is friends. Everyone fights each other. We have a beef with everybody. Um, what do you guys think about that? I think it's good. It also brings it back to old school pro wrestling where kayfabe doesn't get crosses as much and i love that part it, of it. it's yeah, it's a too. nice throwback to uh to the attitude era where um a lot where some of the raws ended with um with these brawls where there's free-for-alls i thought it was a nice throwback yeah where you'd see the heart foundation fighting doa fighting uh <laughs> nation of domination <laughs> fighting degeneration x Damn, um glory years man. i i really like the ending of, of of nxt and it and it ended on a cliffhanger where i can't wait to watch what happens next week yeah, I love uh, I love when things are, are are kayfabe, and that is one criticism that I've had about AEW for. Mm-hmm. Since you said the, it, yeah. I've yeah. said it from the beginning is that I feel like I'm watching a company with a bunch of buddies that are just putting on a show, right? And I, I really want to suspend my disbelief when I when I watch wrestling, and I, 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 obviously it's all fake and all that for it's fake. <laughs> what? <laughs> obviously <laughs> these guys are all buddies and and whatever, but like I don't I don't want to. Uh, know that I don't want it to be shown, put in my face or whatever. So I don't know. Uh, AEW is very guilty of that, and and I that's one of my biggest criticisms from from the very beginning is just it, it's watching a company with a bunch of buddies that are fighting each other. Yeah. Else. So I'm. What uh, did you, you think I was gonna say? The black with <laughs> a bunch of black people. <laughs> Whoa! What? Where did that come from? I was like, from? wait, what? <laughs> Bunch of black people fighting each other, <laughs> um, but yeah, um, definitely excited to see where these Wednesday Night War take us.
thank you guys so much for listening, downloading, subscribing, telling your friends, telling your friends' neighbors, telling um, your friends' neighbors' dogs. I mean, I'm sure that there's an audience there for them too. By the way, that that goes out to Sparky out there in uh, Temecula, California. Shout out to Sparky. Um, and you know, uh, we we do this every week. We love you guys. Uh, make sure you know. You let everyone know where they can find us. Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, I think, um, Pornhub. Uh, you name it, we're there. Uh, keep spreading the word. We are the new, 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 new world order of professional podcasting. And we will see you next week. <laughs>